Y'all, welcome back. I am so excited right now because I got Eric and Vance back with me and all of our sound works. I am, I can't tell you how excited I am about that. We've had, if you've made it through the last month or two of terrible uh, sound quality episodes, I'm not kidding. I love you. Thank you for listening. And I think you're going to enjoy this one because tonight, today, actually, noon, uh, we're going to be talking Hocus Pocus 2 and then the general concept of kids' movies and how they have changed over the years. But to start, Eric and Vance, have y'all seen Hocus Pocus 2? That's a negative Ghost Rider. <laughs> uh, you know what? I'm going to make up the plot. So I've seen it in my, in my mind. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Go, yeah. So, Vance, what is it about? First of all, name all right. the three yeah. main characters. Oh, Jesus. All right. There's the, there's the hot witch. There's the, like, like kind of, like, redheaded scary one, like, a little bit. And then there's... Isn't there two hot ones? There's it's Sarah Jessica Parker, Bette her, Midler. Her yep, yep. And then the other one, oh, yeah. Is Bette it Midler. Kathy? N- Kathy Jimmy. Yeah. Nice. All right. Nice. All right. Nice. Well done. And their names well are Sarah Jessica Parker's character is Sarah, so you got that much. Okay. And then okay. Uh, Bette Midler is Winnie. She's the main one, the redhead one. And then Kathy Jimmy is Mary. Who's like the the most Three Stooges of the three? But this one, okay. the new one, it leans like heavy slapstick Three Stooges style. Like my kids were laughing oh, okay. so hard. Like the uh, the main red one punches them in the stomach a lot. Like it's a very classic oh. standard. It it's it draws, in my opinion, and I don't know shit. It draws heavily from the Three Stooges, and I laughed along with my kids because that's what it was. But to start this, guys, uh, just to compare from the first one to the second one. Do you know how long it's been, first of all? Do you know how many years has passed from the first to now? 20? No, wait. No, way more than that. 18 years. 18 years. No, it's got to be like almost 28. 30 on the dot, bro. Yeah, 30 on the dot. Wow. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Uh, So we're going to do a little quiz here. Um, so I'm going to, I'm going to ask you, essentially, we're going to compare Hocus Pocus to Hocus Pocus, the sequel. Uh, Hocus Pocus one came out in 1993. Hocus Pocus two just came out. So I I guess technically E like 29 point whatever years, but I'm going to go with 30. Fuck it. Close enough. Which one was longer? Which one has a longer runtime? Two. The first one. Uh, the first one was an hour 36. The second one is an hour 42. So technically two is not by much. Which one has more original songs in the soundtrack? Oh, one. One, for sure. In in the second one, it's a lot of, like, throwback songs. It's a lot of, like, 80s. I always feel like somebody's watching me. Like, they just play that, and it's, like, original. Like, they didn't even... Yeah, it's actually... I mean, honestly, I really like that. I don't want to watch this. We're going to get into it. Uh, (laughs) Which one has a higher Rotten Tomatoes rating? Oh. Okay, so I hate Rotten Tomatoes with all of my core and soul. <laughs> so this sounds like it's a good movie. So they're going to give a shit rating. So I'm going to go with 42% critic. Oh, we're doing numbers. Okay, uh, let's go. Yeah, 42% critic, 60, no, wait, 75% user. For the first one or the second one? The second. Okay. And that is higher or lower than the first one, man. That's gonna be that's gonna be a little high, a little lower than the first. Yeah, because I was gonna say two is probably like forty eight critic and like sixty two audience, and like it's that. all lower than the first one as well. Uh, believe it or not, the first one, according to the Tomato Meter, I'm guessing that's the critic, thirty eight percent. 
The first one, Ooh, Rotten Tomatoes okay. critics Ooh. hated it. Ooh. And audience score seventy two percent or whatever. There you go. Yeah. The new one, critics like it, sixty three percent tomato, audience score fifty one percent. Oh wow! That's yeah. Okay, yeah. and that IMDb gets, people, IMDb just we're gonna get we're gonna get back around. to it because I, I am stunned by the amount of adults that I've had tell me that they didn't like it, and I, I just I I don't understand what you, like what what are you coming into this movie expecting? What do you? Oh, it's a thirty year old sequel to a kids movie about witches, and yet you're showing God up with it. actual cinematic critiques. Like what? What oh, is your boy? You know what I mean? Who oh, who God. are let's it's just, like, like in fact we're just gonna pause the quiz let's dig into this who are these people <laughs> in your minds who it's are the people, these people look look it's the people that go to like watch the new Thor right whatever Thor movie is out I haven't watched it I want to watch it and they're like I didn't like that movie that movie sucked what the fuck are you going into are you going into a Marvel movie expecting yes. Schindler's List thank you like <laughs> like you. are you like what okay is going you know on? what I disagree with this because Ooh. <laughs> there oh, are. <laughs> So, if you write a children's book, right? Let's do that. Dr. Seuss is good, but it's not, you know, Mark Twain, but he's not trying to be. But you still need to accomplish, you just still need to have a task you're trying to accomplish as a movie and then accomplish yeah. it well. And so, like for Thor, yeah. the new one, I would say it did not accomplish its task well because it did not lay out what its task was supposed to be well. I think okay. you can argue. Kids movies right. that way as well. I think yeah. if you wanted to, you could. I haven't seen Hocus Pocus too, but I'm guessing that is maybe <laughs> where they're coming from. But I think Joe, you're saying they're watching the movie expecting something for adults, th- themes, all sorts of things that it just isn't. That and it's your take there, yeah. E, is far more reasoned than I'm going to assume. The people that I've now argued with literally yesterday because it's the third time it happened and I snapped on this poor woman and it's not her fault. I like her a lot. We're friends. But I was just like, what the fuck were you expecting? It's Hocus Pocus 2. It's not Godfather 2, motherfucker. What do you think you're kind so, but But their point was more just, I liked the first one as a kid and now I'm not a kid, so I didn't enjoy the new one. They didn't put it that succinctly, but that is, I'm certain, what I'm hearing from a lot of these people. People that... If you're putting yourself as an eight-year-old, of course you liked that more because being eight is better than being thirty-eight. That's just that's just a fact. God, so, and I though. think that's good yeah, lord. I like, mean, we could sit on that. For I a mean, second. okay, but bro. So, so for some reason, for some reason, my mind goes to Dark Crystal, and I love that movie. This is around the same time, yeah. right? I love that movie as a kid. I love that movie now. So they're expecting that t- level of like, I love that movie as a kid. I love that movie now, but it's like. You're just dumb for expecting that. Because not every movie is going to be Dark Crystal. Yeah, and also it is weird. Here's a question. When y'all watch these kids' movies, do you sort of regress as a child? Like watch them as a child in a certain way? Like have that point of view? I try to. No. No, I just watch it like – I just go, am I entertained by this? Am I I being entertained? Am I having fun right now? Then sure, I like this movie. That's that's literally all I do. So maybe – I don't know. See, that that is interesting because, like, that's that's how I take like all movies, and like, and I realize I'm realizing my stance on movies because I watch them so rarely. uh, As far as like adult movies, I am at least going back to my stand-up days. uh, We would always tell each other like just bullshitting backstage or whatever. It's like, oh yeah, there's a couple guys in the front row. They're easy laughs. Just so you know, they're gonna laugh. And like, I am an easy thumbs up movie person. I I am probably gonna be okay with it because I'm not expecting it. 
to be anything. And maybe that's why I yeah. liked the new Thor. You know what I wanted from Thor? I wanted chiseled actors and actresses running around half naked with a decent fight every now and again. And I got that yeah. because I'm not expecting yeah. anything. But to, to, again, to, the, to Eric's point, it, I couldn't tell you what it was trying to accomplish. I couldn't tell you if there was a main <laughs> you know, like plot point that it was really trying to drive home. I was just happy because there's lasers and space and naked people. Like, I'm a happy guy. Yeah. See, I, and this is interesting because I do wonder if this is part of, like, there is crowd-pleaser stuff that's just like, hey, we are just here to entertain you. Like, we are not trying yeah. to do yeah. anything more. And that is great, but it's not for everybody. Fair. Yeah. Fair. This, this, this is where I also reminds me of, this isn't a movie, but The Terminal List with uh, Chris Pratt yeah. on, uh, on, on um, Amazon Prime. Yeah. yeah, on Amazon Prime. I loved it. It wasn't. Right, it was stupid and unrealistic and ridiculous, but man, it's a dude that's getting revenge on some motherfuckers, man. <laughs> and that's what I'm talking about, man. And he does it in a kind of cool way. So, like, I'm I'm in, I'm game. I, I'm I'm squarely in your camp, Joe. I just I watch it to like I don't have any expectations. I just do I like it? Sure, then great. That's great. Joe, do you think the people that don't like Hocus Pocus two? are now, like, the original Hocus Pocus is sort of tarnished for them? Or, like, do you think they now question whether or not the original one is actually good or if they're just a child? Like, do you think that's it affects it at all? Yeah, I don't know, and I didn't press that on any, because I've had, it's, it's been twice with dudes and once with a girl, and all three of them, I didn't press that. But all three of them, they all said how much they loved the first one, and they, by their own admission, they, they were like, yeah, my, maybe I came in with too high of expectations, you, you know, that kind of a thing. But that's what I'm questioning, is what type of an expectation should you have for a movie that's aimed at children? It, it, it's, it's ridiculous. But here, back to the quiz, because I, I do I want to keep going on a couple different things. Which film... Hocus Pocus 1 or 2 features an actor that either went on to be in Arrested Development or was in Arrested Development and now the new one. The actor, human man, was either in it and now in the new one or was in the first one and then originally was in and then later was in Hocus Pocus. Which one has an Arrested Development actor? It's the father, right? It's the father of Jeffrey Tambor. Is he in the original one? I don't know. No. No. Okay. I would, I would guess, my guess would just be uh, Justin Bateman because he was a child actor. Oh, that's right. So, I forgot he was a child actor. But I don't know how long ago that that's was. A good, that's a good answer, the first Those one. are good answers. However, it's the new one uh, because it's Tony Hale oh, plays yeah. the mayor. Shout out to Buster. Please, Wait. Man. I, he is oh, so Buster. fucking funny. Okay, Buster. He okay. is so and, funny. And and honestly, he's so good in Veep. Oh, Veep. He's a, really Veep. Is Dude, just he is another amazing in yeah. Veep. I should check out Veep. Just I, you know, okay. I, know I, will, I couldn't I, watch I Veep because, like because it was too traumatic. Because it was so dead on to what we actually experienced for four years um, under our the best glorious leader Trump that I could not watch it because I couldn't watch like the incompetency, knowing that this was actually going on in our actual White House. Like I couldn't handle it. Yeah, I haven't gone back and watched it because I watched it while it was on air, and when it was on air, it was really funny, and then things changed. And then I remember, I know this is a total aside from Hocus Pocus 2, but they were like... <laughs> how dare you. I know, right? <laughs> the creators of the show and the writers were like, fault. we don't know how to like satire something that is this ridiculous to begin with. Like, We don't know what to do at all. Yeah, ah, that's that's tough. I heard that about go SNL writers when they were just like... people. At some point, one of them was like, yeah, we got uh, complaints that we weren't doing enough Trump bits. And they were like, what are we supposed to do? 
Like, how are we? It is a bit. Yeah, like, it, just just watch the news. Everything, I mean, I t- obviously, he's the greatest. We're the number one most yeah, conservative 100%. podcast. Obviously, yeah, yeah, obviously. yeah, yeah, of course. That's what yeah. we're saying is they shout couldn't out reach t- that Tanner Vaughn, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, which film, Hocus Pocus 1 or 2, has a 12-person fight scene with medieval weaponry uh, building to a climax of a spirit ghost stabbing the king in the chest with a golden spear while backstage at a haunted opera house? What's the question? <laughs> I feel like there was an opera house in the first one. Man, I really should have. I, I, like, don't, I don't remember this movie at all. I'm going to go don't. one. So I, yeah, Hocus, if we're going to get in this, I know it's the quiz, Joe, but this is a good time to segue. Hocus Pocus 1 creeped me out as a kid because, like, there was a lot of sexuality to, to what's her name's, to uh, uh, Sarah? Sarah. Horse, horse face, yeah. Um, oh no yeah that's a, that's horse. a big thing yeah. um but like it really confused me as a child and then there's like scariness to it right so it's scary plus like 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 a little sexiness and i was like i don't know how to deal with this i can't watch this so i've only seen hocus pocus one one time yeah and i've seen hocus pocus two zero i times. think i'm with Vance. So I think i'm, I'm gonna saw, go one i, think I only saw it once too <laughs> i thought ernest scared stupid was a better movie anyway that was my childhood scary movie that I one creeped sh- me out i want to show my kids way. ernest scared stupid but vance to your point it's my daughter will not watch it's it's but my daughter will not watch hocus pocus one ever again she hates it so much. Yeah. It scared the yeah. actual scared scared her. But the yeah. uh the film with a twelve person fight scene, medieval One. weaponry, spirit ghost stabbing the king in the chest, uh that's actually it's a it's a different film. It's it's hocus pocus, but it's uh it's hocus pocus Ren Zhao Gi, uh starring the incomparable Ching Ying Lam uh from nineteen eighty four. I don't know if you guys have seen that one. But it's uh it's a really fuck. good I have actually seen that one. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fucking ridiculous I watched the four minute clip on IMDb <laughs> it's insane it is absolutely insane from the 80s so check All that right. out but okay That's Vance I do want to get to your point because uh, the, my, my next question but now you're going to know the answer already which film has more Sarah Jessica Parker cleavage and the answer is one and it's by like a billion percent this new okay. one has yeah but she's no like 60 cleavage. years old True, and uh, oh, because Sounds I knew that was though. coming. I mean, I knew one of y'all would say that. I Googled a lot of pictures of Sarah Jessica Parker on the red carpet recently, and she looks great. Uh, cleavage and all. Yeah, she no, looks, yeah, she looks fucking great. Yeah. They could have done that for this movie. Would have made her look good. Instead, they made her less hot, and not just by age. I mean, like, they didn't do her up in, like, the sexy garb, and there's no cleavage. Uh. She's wearing essentially, like, a, a very high cut. It's just, it's just way, way less. Different and that's, times, that's yeah. what I wanted to get into, Vance, was, yeah, your point. As, a, as 90s kids-ish, whatever, some of the movies we watched would, would be PG-13 or higher nowadays, and they oh. were G back then. What changed? I don't know, but there was some really inappropriate stuff that we were allowed to watch like really inappropriate i'm trying to think of i mean one of the what's coming to mind is miscongeniality if you go back and watch that that i think it's like pg i think it's pg 13 i'm pretty sure yeah okay pg 13 it is the most sexist thing i've ever watched in my entire life like literally every joke is about grabbing ass or grabbing a woman's ass (laughs) and like how women oh not one of the guys huh like every single joke is about that i do so remember that I can't, when Remember, she's like okay. fighting with blank her boss check. or whatever. Blank, when like... blank check, y'all. Yeah. Blank check. How inappropriate is the relationship between that kid and the grown woman? Hmm. The FBI like, there's agent? Like a li- <laughs> yeah. Like there's like a really inappropriate relationship. She kisses relationship. him in the limo. 
she kisses him. A child. Yeah, she's 30 and he's <laughs> In like 14. a romantic way, yeah. not like a, oh, I'm taking care of you. Yeah, whatever, not in an older sister yeah. way. Whatever the appropriate way to put that is, yeah. The, and that's the thing. Yeah. Even nowadays, you probably couldn't, in any form or fashion, in any way, there's no way you could frame that nowadays, even if you did it like purposely as the older sister role or like the older aunt role. You could never show that on screen, whereas back then it was totally normal. I mean, the first one, the first Hocus Pocus, the joke of uh, the three witches when they're at one and then that one dude's house and then his wife comes down and gets all mad because he's essentially trying to fuck him like that. That's the joke is that he's trying to have a force. Wow. And that's that's the that's the gag is he's trying to have a foursome with his wife upstairs. You could (laughs) never get away with that nowadays. No, not that. But they do still put adult things in kids movies like they do. hasn't stopped. it's covered way it, it is it is I mean covered like it's shrouded it, it is the jokes are hidden more whereas back in the day they were just yeah. in your face and they were just like yeah look if your well, kid's six he probably won't get it nowadays it's like your right, kid so, probably's gonna get it so let's hide it I've been watching anime like lately like I've like my nephews like I watched Hunter x Hunter one of the best shows I've ever seen in my entire life like I'm not joking um and it's it's not it's like it's made for kids kind of but there is there is sexuality in it, and I feel like we should show kids sexuality in a in a in a responsible way, and not be so puritan about it. But I have no idea how to do that. Like I don't like the the, the idea of totally just removing it, but I also don't like the idea of including it. So I don't know what to do with it. Actually, hmm. violence is totally fine, right? We can fucking kill who we want, right? Which is actually okay with me too, um, but. I don't know, man. I don't know what to do with child sexuality. I think it's probably leave it alone, huh? Can we quote you on that? Can I put that, like, on the internet? <laughs> uh, yeah, I think so. I think I'll sign on to that one. And uh, what's probably, the law firm? You want to do an ad right now? Probably. Or? Le- well, the one, the one anime one I'm watching is about 14-year-old oh kids. It's basically like Pacific Rim. You know, do you, you all seen Kajin, yeah. That's awesome. Okay, yeah, yeah so... It's it's a complete rip off. Pacific Rim completely ripped off this original anime show, and it's about fourteen year olds and they get in the kaiji and whatever. But but they're fourteen and like that's when like you're you just went through puberty and like they explore that and like in ver- so you're seeing fourteen year olds like like you know exploring their s- sexuality, but in a way where it's like normal, and so I'm okay with it. I am a little like. I don't know about this, but it is like okay. But I don't think America would ever allow that to happen. I uh, no, there's a whole like to all the boys I loved before is like the rom coms. They're uh, all yeah. in high school. Those are high school romantic yeah. comedies. Oh, yeah. um, and we just what yeah. I'm noticing. Oh, go ahead. no, it's just we just don't like that. Isn't specifically aimed towards a younger audience, and I think that's what we're talking yeah. about, right? It's like, yeah, yeah. A bunch of cleavage in the him. kissing booth. The kissing booth is one of my favorite ones on Netflix. It's a great, great series. Um, they're in high school. Oh, you hated it. Eric's face is no. <laughs> it's amazing. It's amazing. But it's like they got cleavage and stuff, and they're kissing, and it's literally the kissing booth. So, like, I guess it's not as puritan as I, if I really think about it. Yeah, but again, I these are aimed at a much hot. Higher age audience than Hocus Pocus is. Yeah, what point. I can yeah. say, okay, I, I've yeah, obviously yeah, never yeah. heard of Kissing Booth or yeah. seen it, no surprise. But what I can say <laughs> is that kids' shows 
uh, while not necessarily directly doing the the dating and, and sexuality thing, they are addressing a lot of the more social topics. What I've noticed in uh, there's this one it's it's uh, Jurassic Park, but like the TV series, there are there's interracial dating. There's a gay couple now. It never shows them like making out or whatever, but like it, it is addressing these topics. And then uh, what's that movie? Turning Red. I mean, that's an entire yeah. movie about girls getting their period. It's not necessarily overtly sexual, but it's the, kind of the more like underlying social issues, I guess, we're trying to push more is what I'm kind of finding from some of these. Is that what you're noticing? Well, yeah. And I remember asking you and Hannah this when we talked about um, kids movies a different time was like, yeah, would you ever intentionally show your child something to like sort of help them understand something that's going on in their life? Right. And I'm wondering yeah. if maybe now we're actually creating stuff with that more in mind rather than just being like, oh, here's a thing. It it very much feels more like it is like we are like it, it, with at least kids stuff. It feels like we're aiming for more socially conscious stuff. Vance, I know where you were going. I just said how like the movie Turning Red is essentially a movie about girls having their period. And there's one show we watch yeah. the Jurassic Park show. There's there's interracial couples. There's gay Camp couples. Crustaceous. Yeah, it's great. It's freaking great. Hell My yeah. My kids Dude, love it. It's just too. It's too dramatic for those kids. It's, These kids dude, have been running around that island again, for fucking five years, man. My daughter man. gets real scared the by trauma. some of this. Actually real scared. But, but again, it shows gay couples. It shows interracial couples. And a lot of these shows yeah, are doing that. They're that not show. showing necessarily kissing. They're not showing necessarily like adult cleavage. But they're, they're pushing it more the underlying stuff and not the, the, the physicality nature of it. But also uh, the, the, the physicality nature of it. I, I do – and I, I haven't fully fleshed this out. So just kind of – just kind of go with me here what yes yeah (laughs) believe it or not this is a half-baked idea i got right here um so in in the new one and just like in the old one hocus pocus kathy najimi is the like funny kind of bumbling dumb one she makes the silly faces but if you google her she can be gorgeous she absolutely can be oh i think she's pretty i think she's very pretty what was the movie i wrote it down how to fall in love from 2012 she looks phenomenal I mean, she genuinely looks – and you could tell yeah. she's trying or whatever. And in this movie, they're obviously trying to make her the funny one. And it, it, Again, it pulls very much from the slapsticky kind of you know Three Stooges nature of it. Sarah Jessica Parker's character is – even in the new one where there's no tits out, she still talks with the more sexy rasp. And she gives – like Kathy and Jimmy's character constantly is like barking and growling. Like literally, argh, like very stupid, very funny. My kids think it's funny. And Sarah Jessica Parker's going, ooh, hi, ooh, the kind of more you know, <laughs> okay. flighty, feminine. Here's my question. If you flip the two of them and you give the quote-unquote sexy girl barking and going, argh, argh, and you give Kathy and Jimmy going more, ooh, ah, is Sarah still the sexy one? Even though she's doing all the non-sexy things, even though she's the one growling, is she still considered the sexy character? And I guess what, I'm, what my base question is, like, is physicality the main driver here? Or is the idea that we give Kathy the silly stuff and Sarah the sexy stuff, does that really matter? So to me personally, when, when, when we first brought it up, remember I said there's two hot ones. Yeah. I always thought that Kathy was hot because she was so silly. Yeah. I remember thinking that, right? Like, you so like I her. I always yeah. thought that, like, yeah. Yeah, I like her. So I always thought that in like movies, if like the if the if I like the character, like personality has something to do with it. Um, I guess that would be my answer. Yeah, I would still think that Jessica Sarah Jessica Parker in the original one was the hot one. I, she probably would be hotter to me, honestly. If she was more goofy. Yeah. 
Interesting. I mean, my wife literally, when she wanted a, a dog when she was little, she put on a collar and acted like a dog for three days straight, and she like drank out of a bowl. So <laughs> that's who I married. So uh, <laughs> kind of makes sense. I love you know? it. Uh, but no, but that's. Yeah. And I don't. I'm not saying. I'm not trying to dig, dig into like who's hotter. Like I, I, the last thing I want this podcast to be is a celebrity hotness ranking system. Like I don't give a fuck. You don't give a fuck. Sure. But just. But are you saying? Traits. Yeah. Are you sort of aiming at the idea that we sort of in movies aimed even for younger audiences we sort of reinforce certain stereotypes of what is and isn't sexiness because we Mm. tend to assign characteristics we associate with that to the people who are more conventionally attractive yes than vice versa yes and i get why that is but if we were to stop i don't think it would change much do you eat? Like, do you th- would you think that the movie would be ridiculous if the quote-unquote hot one was being silly and the quote-unquote silly one was being the more kind of a character? I mean, I don't know that Hocus Pocus is a perfect test case for this, but I don't think it would <laughs> affect Hocus Pocus, let's say. You know what I mean? There's also sexism involved. Like, let's be honest. There's sec- it's harder to be funny as a attractive female. It's harder for, to make people laugh. Because there are, there's like there's sexism and patriarchy involved. Like, like that's why one of my favorite who who does um the wrong Missy, the the the, the actress in the wrong Missy. Oh man, okay, it's on Netflix. David Spade, David Spade, like at he's 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 a straight man. Like he was with Farley, right? And he oh go watch the wrong Missy. I've seen it like five times. Um, the act the actress. In that movie, I don't know her name, but she's oh, phenomenal. Yeah, Laura yes, she is so funny. funny, and da- and David Spade like is the perfect straight man for her. Um, so like, I really like like whenever there are female actors that that are like do funny stuff. Like, um, who's the one that did the Ghostbusters? Um, and she's she's really pretty, and she did. Um, I mean, uh, she I would was, just it, say that Cameron Diaz is like the perfect test case for this because she's dude. honestly one of the best comedic actors we've ever had. And like, her, she is amazing that. in the hol- in the holiday. Her performance in the holiday is so good. Yeah, like she's, she's funny. Yeah, she's funny. She's also like realistic, and she's oh man, I, I love that movie. No, but you're right. And and to to take it one point further, not to discredit everything you just said because it's true that patriarchy and sexism exists. But just looking good, I, I back in the day, I mean, this is years ago, but I knew comedians. I mean, even dudes who were good looking dudes would purposefully not look good on stage. They'd wear a stupid mm. shirt or their hair would be messy on purpose because it's just it's as if just societally we can't handle hot and funny. It's why my career yeah. never took off. I was just too goddamn sexy was the problem. <laughs> I, was, I was pigeonholed, pigeonholed into all these hot roles. Joe, what do Man, you, you did Joe, a Joe, lot of a work podcast. for Hocus Pocus to get to this point, Joe. That was, <laughs> yeah. That was a long walk. 30-minute walk just Joe. to say how hot I am. No, but it was true. Like some I, don't, of these dudes, I don't know what you're talking about. Joe, you have a podcast that like five people listen to. Uh, you have seven, made it, bro. bro. Seven. <laughs> seven. <laughs> Woo! But no, it's, it's wild the way about. that's true. But I... I I, I guess what I'm saying is I wouldn't mind, and I guess what y'all are agreeing, I don't think any of us would care, the three of us, if the idea that it, because you're hot, you're not allowed to be the funny one, or vice versa, because you're not stereotypically skinny and attractive, you have to be the dumb one. If that goes away, I'm okay with it. Like, would that ruin – is there any movie where you could point to where you're like, ah, oh, that'd mess it up? 
where if the hot one no. and the quote-unquote ugly one switched roles, would that really mess it up? Is there anything you could think of? I will tell you, I don't believe that movies like that are as successful as the ones we are used to, and that is why they don't exist. Uh, um, the perfect yeah, example of, of, of this... Yeah, the perfect example of this actually working, though, is Thor, and especially Ragnarok. Like, he is he is the most attractive man on the planet, and yet he is really funny, especially, like, in all the Avengers hmm. movies. Like, he's, he's, he's the star comedically. Yeah, like, he he's the star comedically to me. Um, so I think that we got, we're getting away from that with men. Now, with women, it's a little bit – I think it's a little bit harder. Um, I mean, uh, one of the greatest movies of all time, in my opinion – um, is uh, Bridesmaids. And all of those women are, like, attractive in their own way, right? Mm-hmm. And they're all so goddamn funny. Like, That's one of the so funny. Like, I have laughed Ever. harder at that movie than most quote-unquote comedy movies. Uh, yeah, I think, yeah. So I guess we're getting away from it, but it's harder. It's harder. Yeah, I don't think it's hilarious, but I think all of them are very good. Interesting. Yep. Is that just not your up your alley? Yeah, it's just not my kind of humor. That's fair. I mean, yeah. you don't do a lot of fart jokes. It's just you as a person. I've never known you to be that style. You know what's funny, though, is my niece has got a whoopee cushion, and it's the funniest thing in the goddamn world. Well. It, <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. And, okay, yeah. and maybe that's that's the point, not to try to bring it back on topic. But, like, when I watch these kids' movies, I watch it with my kids. So I, I do, Vance, like you asked earlier, like, do I put myself in a kid's point of view? Like, yeah. Like, I, I absolutely try to watch it as if I'm a kid. And maybe that's what some of these adults don't do, and maybe that's why I'm just stunned at it. But I, I, I try to watch these kids, like, these movies as if like what would eight-year-old me enjoy and also i enjoy just sitting still watching a movie like i said like I, i'm just not a harsh critic but even if i wanted to be a harsh critic i would never think to apply them to these style films do you think that's a it's an overall cultural criticism i'm just going to make here do you think the the just general adult in america likes more childish things nowadays than we did in the 90s because like i can't imagine any of our parents would have watched hocus pocus one and give it any more than a second thought Literally, like, watched it with my kids, moved along, done. Whereas nowadays, adults watch it and then have actual criticisms. I think that's or is a it, new thing. Yeah. Do you all? I actually think, well, I think it's more like, I actually think there is a little bit, of, I don't know the answer, but I think there is a little bit of the opposite where you are allowed to have kid, like, you're allowed to like kid shit. Whereas, like, back then, that was, like, not allowed. Or you were a nerd or you were some weirdo for liking children's movies as an adult. And now you totally can, and it's totally fine and cool. Yeah, this isn't, like, a real answer to the question, but I think it's really just that now there are more avenues to express how we feel about things, and we're more open to expressing how we feel about things. Yeah, and, and, mm. and for the record, I'm not criticizing anyone for liking kid shit. Actually, quite the opposite. I'm criticizing people for criticizing <laughs> yeah, kid shit. Yeah, you're on the other side of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. How dare you yeah. even shit? But, I, yeah, I, I get that a lot of people didn't really get much of a childhood a lot of people when you're like 30 is when you finally get to enjoy kid things because your kid vance i don't know if you know anything about this but your childhood might have been fucked <laughs> so much that when you're an adult yeah. you, you get to recreate or redo kid. and that's fine i'm not mad at anybody for doing that I, I i'm just i'm actually mad at people that going into it that want to have real discussions about these kinds of things when it's a well, kid movie it's actually not redoing it it's more like that was the one one of the things that like brought me joy and and solace it was an escape movies yeah. yeah as an escape so like you're allowed to do that more i think now 
in society than you were. Like you would hear about the original people, the a generation above us that when Star Wars first came out, how their parents were all like, oh, that's nerdy stuff, yep. right? Yep. Whereas now parents would go with their kids and be like, damn, this movie's pretty damn good. <laughs> like, what the hell? Uh, I feel like it's more likely, but I don't know. Maybe we're just, we are college educated, right? We don't know, right? Yeah, I do think part of this, though, is that I think we are allowed to more to critically analyze things more now than we used to be, right? So, like, to your example, Joe, like, I don't think my father or your father would have, like, sat through Hocus Pocus and then ever, like, <laughs> no chance. had an opinion on it, right? <laughs> like, opinion on him? No, he went to the bar and he came back when it was over. <laughs> yeah, they're just like, this is not what I'm doing with my time. But <laughs> I think adults now, like, are, like, more willing to be like, oh, I'll give it a shot. We'll see what we do because there's no – maybe it's because we grew up with it. I don't know. That is an interesting question. Uh. Yeah. Oh, is it that? Because yeah, I wonder like this the the quote unquote kids stuff that our parents grew up with, the production value was minimal. I mean, it was literally like the Flintstones and the Jetsons. Like that was kids stuff. Yeah. Whereas our kids stuff was at the time super high tech shit. I mean, even Star Wars from the seventies was high tech. Certainly the nineties versions were incredible. And now yeah. it's obviously even better, you know, CGI and whatnot. So maybe that's what it is. It's just we were born we're the first generation that were born into something like it, and now that it's blossomed, we're just growing with it, I guess. There's also, there's also like some sort of, this ties in somehow, which is parenting now is more about experiencing shit with your kid, whereas back then it was like, your kids go do this, you do this, yeah, right? You it's drop like, them off it's a different, leave. It's a generational thing. Um, so like, that's why, but, but the downside of that for you, Joe, is that you have to listen to Frozen five billion goddamn times. Oh, there's a reason we're doing Hocus Pocus. <laughs> I've seen it eight times. It's only been out for like 13 days. I've seen it eight fucking times, man. Yeah. See, like your dad got off the hook because he just had to be like, oh, fuck this shit. Yep, drop you I'm off at the theater. I'll pick you up when you're done. And that was so many yep. times. That was, I mean, you yeah. guys were both with me. I'm certain of it. It happens. Yeah, that was when Joe saw movies. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's true. Oh, man, that's funny. All right. I will, uh, I will, last question of the quiz because yeah, I know we both, well, we all got to get back to work eventually ish. How many times? Uh, thanks to one of the songs in this movie, has my, has my son sang, the spell's going to get you, the witches are back, the more that you fly, the more that you'll die. And he is saying, <laughs> the more, because, okay, you guys know me. Let's just start here. I'm always singing. Uh, in fact, uh, e, e, as you came on yeah. the pod before I even noticed you, I was singing. I'm singing always. Well, my son does it too. Raiden got that from me. So now he's just getting uh, – the problem is when we're in, we're in public, we're just in line or whatever, he just starts singing. Oh, nice. And the, the parent behind me or whatever, Raiden turns around, and all they hear is the more that she'll die. How many times <laughs> has that happened? Because the answer is more than one. Eight. <laughs> <laughs> the number of times that you've seen the movie. Six, six, six. <laughs> Hey, only four times, but legitimately yeah. four times. Other adults have looked me in the eye, and I'm just like, it's from, it's from Hocus Pocus. It's it, oh, Hocus Pocus it. too. It's, it's Hocus. You seen Hocus. it? Nah, Joe, you totally took that the wrong way. You should have been like, I mean, we all will, and then just like turn around. <laughs> just don't say it. We're just glare. Just get yeah. him. Or no, 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 no. Actually, what would be better is Revelation thirteen twelve. <laughs> it's yeah. in there. Yeah. <laughs> It's it's in there. Just open your Bible, Revelation thirteen twelve, and behold, like a white actually, horse. I gotta know Revelation thirteen. <laughs> I gotta know what Revelation thirteen twelve says now. Actually, uh, and the name actually, uh, right upon him was death, and hell followed with. <laughs> so yeah, 
Tony okay. Hale uh, in Hocus Pocus 2 does a great job. The The opening of the movie is like a flashback or a, a throwback to when the, the main three witches were young. And Tony Hale plays the uh, pastor or the minister or whatever way back in the day. And then however many hundreds okay. of years later, he's the, the mayor of the same town. He's the great-great-grandkid or whatever. But he does a great job as the overly flamboyant pastor. He Honestly, he friggin', <laughs> he's just so good. I just really like this guy. I had no oh, he's amazing. I need to watch yeah. more of his stuff. Yeah. He is so uh, good at that. Revelation thirteen twelve, and he exerciseth all the power of the first beast before him, and causeth the earth and them which dwell therein to worship the first beast, whose deadly wound was healed. Yeah, man, mark of the beast. What is Revelation, guys? Can we can we do a pot on you Revelation? Know what, I'm do is, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> I Revelation. have a uh, a surprise quiz for the two of you. What oh, just came Hey-o. to me. Let's so <laughs> there are so we have talked about Sarah Sarah Jessica Parker, Kathy Najibji, and Bette Midler, right? Uh, love them. Mm. Two of them are married to semi-famous people. Not to like associate them with their husbands, yada yada. Anyway, yeah. Uh, which two are married to <sighs> semi-famous celebrities? Sarah and Bette. Uh, yeah, I was gonna go with them too. It is Sarah and Kathy. Shit. Who okay. is, do we know who Sarah Jessica Parker's husband is? This is actually like a famous celebrity couple, but I'm, you, you two are the perfect people to ask this. Yeah, you know I don't is know. It, is it the, the big? Is she is actually, it Mr. Big? That actually, was my first thought. Is yeah. it, was he actually married to Mr. Big? Dang it. Unfortunately not. He is married to Matthew Broderick. What? Whoa. Mm-hmm. How long have they, they've got to have been together for oh, years? 1997. Wow. I mean, I love both of them now, actually. I like them more now that that I know that they're married. Kathy is a more interesting one. Do you want to take a guess who it is? Or I'll just tell you because there's a 0% chance you can. Pete Rose. (laughs) Sean Penn. Yeah, it's both of them. They're in a polyamorous relationship. (laughs) She is married to the lead singer of the Dan Band, who is the band in old school who sings... Every that's a real band? Year. That's a real band. Oh, and she is married to band. that guy, which I think is amazing. That's um they that they because that has to be the most fun couple. Hilarious fun people. Oh my god. I want to just oh, hang yeah. out. I I would love to just be at their house. I bet that's so much fun. Holy wait, shit. Good for you, Kat. Are they wait, are they also is is that band also in um Step Brothers? No, that's a different no, one. No, they're in the hangover. They're the, at the end Billy of the Joel. Oh, the hangover. Yeah. That's what yeah. it is. Okay. It's in candy right. show. Yeah, that's right. Okay, that's right. I fucking love interesting. It. That's great. Uh, one thing that I wanted to mention before we um, for just one more topic is that not the I like book. Leviticus. You going to <laughs> no, Leviticus? I mean, <laughs> no, 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 no. That's Old Testament, bro. We're going right, New Testament. Point, um, but I do like Joe that that I've never seen Hocus Pocus two, and, and now I'm going to have to actually have to watch it. But I do like the fact that you said there are there is some slapstick. I feel like we don't get a lot of slapstick. I agree. And it's my favorite type of humor, like one of my favorite types of humor. So I I really like that. And then we need to bring more slapstick back. I don't know if that's on purpose, if that's like a pull away. For, like, it's weird because you said it earlier, violence is totally okay for all movies. Yeah. Murder is America. totally fine. I mean, even in Hocus Pocus 2, they bring back people from the dead, people that they talk about that Winnie killed. It's, like, it, it's totally fine. In fact, they set a yeah, church yeah. on fire. I don't mean for spoilers, but they literally burned down a church to start the movie. Like, that's all fine. Uh, well, but the idea watching. of slapstick, They are witches. I mean, as you do. 
And that's honestly, uh, Tony does a great job in that scene because it's his church. Anyways, that's all fine. <laughs> but the idea that you would punch your friend, I, I don't know if that's on purpose that we're, we're trying to like keep that away from kids. That like you, you don't do that shit. Like is that is that what that do? You, it, I don't know why, obviously, but do you oh. think that's why? Because I'm guessing that might be it. It's a PC culture thing, in my yeah, opinion. I, mean, I think it's like. Go ahead, Vance. No, no, I, I was just gonna say like it's the same reason why people don't get punched in the face anymore when they need to get punched in the face. Like in real life, people, you should. Yeah, in like, real you life, be able like to you punch should, a Nazi you... in the face when they're marching down the street. Yeah, yeah. like yes. so, more, yes. a lot of people need to be punched in the face that we can't because it's like not PC. So like I think it's tied in with that but i don't know eric what do you what do you think? well i was wondering if this is just a holdover from like video games cause violence that kind of idea you know uh, what i mean pc culture people, yeah. same type of people yeah, yeah. same people yeah, yeah i agree it's a shame because i it think really it is, is funny like because the first time when uh winnie like she reaches to the both sides of her and catches each one of them in the stomach with a fist like i kind of chuckled raiden <laughs> fell apart and like that's it's funny Dude, of course that. it's funny oh, yeah, like, I love i'm it. just a grown child is all i am and obviously real children think it's funny too yeah so, but I like yeah jackass is sort of slapstick for adults though oh yeah it is yeah jackass is it, it's slapstick on coke like it, it's amazing I, I mean no one nobody on this planet loves slapstick more than lauren Le bourgeois she she thinks jar jar binks is hilarious she will watch episode one and just be cracking up at jar jar like when he steps in the poop she's like oh icky poo and, and lord's like oh my god what the fuck that's so fucking funny i just sit there and watch her because i'm like you're the only person alive that thinks this person is funny but that's amazing well sounds like her and otto are really gonna enjoy booba in a couple of years together <laughs> Yes. So, well, they. She that's really a good slapstick one. When I, hurt, when I hurt myself, like in not a non-serious way, that is Lauren's favorite thing in the world. Like when I when I hurt myself, and it's it's not a real injury, right? Also, I feel like, like your wife is is really in a bad look right now. Go back and listen to her. Anybody? She's a very intelligent lawyer. She's been on a couple episodes. Incredibly <laughs> well spoken. Yeah. No, no, no. slapstick <laughs> and from a dog dog ball. ball yeah. <laughs> Yeah, married man, very Just successful lawyer. lawyer, guys. Very well educated, successful lawyer. Don't worry, don't worry. Oh shit. Well, yeah, I don't, uh, I don't got any way to to end this thing, but I do. I'm curious. All right, let's do this, Vance. Last thing, last to both of y'all. How do you think the movie ends? And no spoilers out there, anybody. Maybe cut off of you. How does this one end? I want to, I want to see what E says first, and then I'll give my answer. All right, so. Let's let's Vance. Do you remember how the first one ends? Because I don't. So let's guess that one first. I I don't remember anything, uh, but I'm guessing it's the same plot as that other uh, Hocus Pocus with there's a warrior. Oh yeah, that's a good point. So uh, <laughs> I don't remember in, though. In no battles. Yeah. Yeah. So in that case, they defeat the warrior samurai, <laughs> and the village is now free to rule as they see fit. <laughs> yes, but I think in the first one, don't they? I remember there is a scene where like they lose, or like they have to like go back to like. A yeah, witch, it's a kids movie, right? right? So like they disappear. The witches lose. Like they disappear somehow and in then the ground do- or something. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. But there's like obviously there's like some sort of thing where like oh they could come back because they do come back. Now we know. Mm-hmm. So then it's probably identical. Then right, it's probably the exact same thing. That or. It's. I think it's. I would go the other way. I'm saying that it's just like the complete end, and it's like ah, uh, uh, 
these witches are no more. Maybe they've, you know. But E, how are they going to make money off of that? <laughs> no, this is a Disney movie, bro. Because clearly <laughs> in this one, back. they've like created <laughs> new younger witches that they taught, ah, and then they you're now down. have the young. <laughs> that is <laughs> fucking genius. E. There's a new, there is a new triplet set of women. Yes, one of which, uh, one of which is the main, and the other two help her with. Pa- it's fucking you're, you're dead on. And yes. no spoilers if anybody's still listening. I honestly, that is incredible because I have definitely the no the fucking clue what this movie was about. <laughs> but literally, the main three are gone forever. It's a super special spell. Yeah, some blah blah blah. I'm not and then okay. the new three yeah. that it ends with them. You know the, the the walk they do in the first one, the three which is they yeah, kind of walk like, like side to side. The Jack Sparrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah, the Jack Sparrow yeah, walk. Well, yeah. the, the old three, which is the main Bet, Sarah, and Kathy, they all disappear, and the new three walk away in that dead da- da- at the side to side style. Are they hot? Is the there one. a hot, goofy, and they're fourteen? And then... So I'm going to stop. <laughs> <laughs> I like how we're all like, "Well, shit, uh, <laughs> yeah, lofty yeah. law, everybody. Don't forget it." In case... <laughs> Your kids get what was the quote? It was like, I don't know how to kids touch sexuality. I don't know. child I don't sexuality. Know what to do with, yeah, I don't know what to do with child sexuality. Everybody out there, don't do anything with child sexuality. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. Uh.